and welcome to the Supercoach Professionals Review Show, round 21, all but one game in the books, and uh, I guess, uh, unless you're a semi-red rider, I know only the one player left that really matters. Got uh, Ryan MS with me, as always, for this Sunday show. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, our boys, the Tigers, getting a, a good and much belated victory, um, but uh, it, was, it was enjoyable nonetheless, Friday night. Yeah, that's exactly right. A bit of a surprise, and they're always good. Yeah, a very much a surprise. We'll um, look at that game uh, now, actually, as our first one, the Friday night game, of course, um, as far, far as looking back through all the Supercoach scores, as we do uh, for this review show every Sunday. Good day for um, Kevin Naguama, 77 for him getting a try. Pat Richards also getting a try and, and uh, five goals, 65. Uh, no for Luma, 52. You can see the outside backs there against uh, the Storm still doing well with those good matchups. James Tedesco, what a player, 134, really leading the way. Two tries, two try assists, nine tackle busts. He's so hard to bring down, bring the ball back from kicks, 10 hit-ups over eight metres. Two line breaks, two line break assists. And that 100 game man, Aaron Woods, 65 as well. Um, Ryan, I guess I guess the only disappointment, Robbie Farah, 44, Luke Brooks, 20. But uh, overall, if you're on anyone, it's Tedesco. And uh, great day. Yeah, exactly right. Just totally dominated that game um, from, yeah, from basically the for about 70 minutes after Melbourne had skipped away to an early one. Then, yeah, then it was the Tedesco show, pretty much. Um yeah, look, as you said, outside backs um, and Aaron Woods. Look, you're not going to have many of these players at any rate. Um, as you said, yeah, down down on the low side, Robert Farah, 44. Um, he was coming back and he shared some um, time off off the field. But, yeah, um, yeah it's, yeah, as we, as we expected, um, if the Tigers are going to do anything, then Tedesco gets the points, basically. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, we talked on Thursday, show. We, of course, we do the Roundtable podcast each and every Thursday, and, um, you know, we talked about Tedesco, whether he's a, a hold or not, considering, you know, what's lying ahead, but, um, you know, the Tigers are playing to win at the moment, They're, they've got to finish the season on a high, the, things haven't gone well for them, they can avoid the wooden spoon, there's a lot of factors playing into it, Tedesco's never finished a season, so, I mean, you know, this is this is important for him, and as an owner, you know, you've got to be happy with uh, what you're seeing at the moment and probably will continue to see down the stretch. The Storm, well, it was an off day for them. They started well. Cooper Cronk was in everything. 88 points for him, a couple of tries, a couple of line break assists. Dale Finucan, I thought, had a good game. He started this week uh, ahead of Hinchcliffe, got up to 62. And Marika Korobiti against his old club, scored a couple of tries, got the 72 supercoach points. Look, it was a mixed bag for Korobiti. He was targeted on the wing. Maybe if you do own him, uh, not that many owners out there do, but uh, if you did, you'd be worried about that, even though he's still putting up good numbers there. Cameron Munster, now, if you picked him up when Slater went down for the value, you're very happy with what he's doing. 85 points. He's really filling into that role. The Storm will beat, and he still played well. He's pretty much a player to the end of the year, playing as well as you'd expect Billy Slater to do, at least from a super coach perspective. Cameron Smith was a bit low, just the 52, as was Tohu Harris, 38, but they're not horrible numbers for you um, there. And meanwhile, um, Will Chambers, 52. Well, you, you, you're probably taking that. And Jesse Bromwich, you've got to be happy with 77 did get the try Ryan that boosted his numbers however yeah look um, it went pretty much as you'd imagine because um, the storm did have a have an off night um, to some degree uh, yeah Cooper Cronk leading the way of course um, look I 
Kevin Proctor and Harris were were down a bit. Um, yeah. And Blake Green was well, he was barely seen to be honest. Um, and that showed up in his points as well. Yeah, and at the moment you're looking at those guns from the storm with possible inclusion of Cameron Munster there, but certainly Smith, you need more out of him. Not a great day for, for a lot of dummy halves this round as we'll get through as we go through this podcast. Roosters and the Bulldogs, uh, great game of footy, maybe not to a purist's uh, delight. There were some, some poor tackles and whatnot, but as, as far as the game was concerned, very entertaining. Roosters getting away to a big lead, Bulldogs clawing back, getting back in front, but then just too strong, the Roosters. Gee, they look good this year. On the back, James Maloney, 94 supercoach points, a couple of try assists, a bunch of goals, last pass there too. Mitchell Pearce, 55, he's playing well also. And Roger Tavasa-Shek, simply unstoppable from the back, 97 supercoach points. Um, a great captain option this round there. And looking at the hit-ups, 27 hit-ups, so just amazing, 16 of them over 8 metres. Uh, Daniel Tupo, two good weeks, you know, a couple of tries. That's going to boost his numbers, 62 Still a very much a risk-reward play, needing to get over the line to really make his points. Um, you know, any, there's no real reliability there. That's that's the difference. Michael Jennings also scored two tries. He got the 71. He's going well at the moment. Blake Ferguson, um, you know, back in the ledger after a poor round last round, super coach-wise, 62. You're looking at the forwards, Jared Rhea Hargroves, he's playing at a very high level at the moment. 75 points, um, doing everything. But Dylan Napa in there as well, 68 and uh, Boyd Cordner is playing in the, the middle three at the moment, scored 68. And uh, also Sio Sua Takiaho with 50, uh, worth a mention. Um, only a couple of guys sort of below. Aiden Guerra, one of them, Ryan 36. And I guess uh, Kane Evans was, was great, but with that shoulder charge hanging over him, um, he might be out for a while. He got to 49. Yeah, that's right. Um, look, it's, yeah, the Roosters are going very, very well. And RTS... He's yeah, just in ridiculous form at the moment. Um, yeah. He's going to um, get you plenty of points. So, yeah, a captain option for him is, um, yeah, he'd probably be at least in the top three captain options, uh, at least for this round. Um, and going forward, definitely be looked at. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, you've covered off on most of the guys who did extraordinarily well. Har- Hargraves was um, fantastic as well. Um, even Mitchell Pearce... Um, he was on the, I guess when you compare his numbers to Maloney's, um, on the lower side, but he still picked up 55. So, you know, I'm not sure if you'd have him or if you want to want to pick him up, but he is in pretty decent form for the Roosters. Yeah, and certainly, you know, he might not be a Pierce owner, not kicking the goals, probably as you have Maloney over Pierce, and Maloney has both halfback and 5'8 in his positions. But you need to know that these halves playing at a higher level at the moment because it helps your outside men. If you've invested in Blake Ferguson a few weeks ago at a decent price, it's good to know that these halves are playing very well. Uh, Sam Moa did suffer an injury. It looks like it's going to require surgery too, just the 12 points for him. Whether that means more points for Maria Hargreaves or not, it's hard to say. Probably helped him a bit with the minutes in this one, but uh, he might drop back just a touch um, once they get back to the 17 fit players sort of for the full 80. Looking at the Bulldogs... um, James Graham, you know, back, he's playing some pretty good footy at the moment, 59, a great price, he's probably a, a, at least a consideration, uh, especially with the Andrew Fafita thing hanging over your head and maybe you're looking for a front rower next week, uh, or if you've got David Clemmer who had a bit of an injury, got the 50, played on with it, but definitely going to 
be one that uh, a bit of a nervous wait for Clemmer owners, which we'll discuss more on Thursday's show if that injury is serious. Uh, Trent Hodkinson, 65, scored a try, probably helping his day. Still not really an option. Moses M by 86. Look, at 231,000, he'll probably go up from that, but uh, he, he has his off days. But, geez, if you wanted to take a chance, a dual position player might be worth it. Canterbury's run home, they're going to be fighting it out for a top eight berth. They'll have to be playing at a high level. Josh Morris, 67, and Brett Morris, 56. You probably take that at the moment if you're Morris owners. Sean Lane, 56. As a, as a cheapie, anyone that's got him probably picked him up at 113,000, so you've got to be happy with that. Josh Jackson, 59. Corey Thompson came in, scored a couple of tries, 77 total. Um, Tim Laffey, he's been disappointing all year, just 17. Uh, definitely hasn't gone as well as maybe uh, some would have thought. And Cassiano, he's had some good games, but just the 30 this week, Ryan. Yeah, look, um, that's covered pretty well. I mean, you mentioned Sean Lane. He's really the story. Um, if you picked him up, he's got you A points and B cash. So, mm. um, you know, he's even if you get rid of him for someone else, you've still, you know, he's still done the job for you. Yeah, and that's the thing with Lane at the moment. I mean, you might, you know, be close to the end of trades and you're just going to hold on to him and, and you can stick him in your lineup. He's doing well enough to sort of get the low-end scores for what you want at this time of year. Um, you know, reasonable flaws, except for last week, of course, didn't go as well. Or if you've got a few up your sleeve, you might want to move on from him now and try to uh, get, get, get a dual trade and get another big name in there. Uh, let's move on to the Saturday games. Warriors beat the Sharks. Pretty good games of footy on the Saturday, or the Super Saturday. The Warriors look like they could get away with the win. Uh, they, they led most of the game. The Sharks got over the top of them, but then they nearly scored right at the death. Simon Mannering there, the pass, or oh, oh, he lost the ball right near the line. It, one of those things that almost looked like it could have been given anyway, but he put up 91 super coach points, scored a try, 39 tackles. It didn't matter that he was playing out a bit wider. As we suggested on the Roundtable podcast, his numbers would stay pretty consistent, unlike uh, his teammate Ben Madalena also moving to the, the second row with Bodine Thompson out and Raymond Fatala Marina starting from the bench, considering um, Ryan Hoffman. Didn't, couldn't play either. He only got 44, Madalena, and that's what's going to happen if he continues to get picked in the back row. Sure, he might play a few more minutes, but he's not getting those big runs up in the centre of the field. Um, good matchups for Conrad Harrell, 71, and Manu Vadovai, 53. I guess didn't let anyone down there. Chad Townsend, 48. Uh, Tumalala Lalehi, uh, 37. The new halves combination there, obviously not giving you what Sean Johnson will. And in fact, Johnson's out's affecting both of those players as well. And a bunch of low scores too. Ryan, maybe we didn't expect guys like Jacob Litterman just hitting 42. Um, also, um, Solomon Akata just the 29. You know, Sam Tompkins only 21. It, it, it's a hard place to look now for the Warriors if you're a super coach owner, unless it's Simon Mannering. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And you mentioned it before about halves going well and helping the outside man, and you see that a perfect example here when you don't have your regular half yeah. um, in there that is crea- as creative as um, Sean Johnson is. Um, yeah, everyone else suffers to yeah, basically. And it's so difficult because the Warriors, of course, you know, earlier in the year, I think they had seven of the top 100 Supercoach players, so you may have loaded up at some point around origin time. Um so now you're really sort of looking at your lineup and saying, well, these guys, how do I get rid of them? Because trades are certainly at a premium this time of year. A team that's going very, very well 
maybe a top four candidate now, Rhino, the Sharks. Paul Gallen, once again leading the way. I really hope you brought him into your lineup a couple of weeks ago, or at least by this week. 85, his, his numbers, his salary is going to continue to go up from there. Valentine Holmes, 69. Ricky Latelli, 69. And Jack Bird, 69. Look, we knew this, the matchup suited, but we didn't know if they'd play enough of an expansive game for these very exciting backs to get enough of the ball. Well, they did. And they put up good scores. Jared Beal, 55, was in there as well. Um, but Ben Barber not really getting out there enough, just the nine. Forwards-wise, look, Wade Graham, 52, and Chris Hyington, 54, doing well along with Gallon. Of course, Michael Ennis a bit below there with 46. But Sam Takatizi, a bit of an underrated player, one to watch probably more for next year, but 55 for him too, Ryan. Uh, a good day for the Sharks, an important win over there. Yeah, very good day for them. Um, and especially if you owned a bunch of them in Supercoach. Um, yeah, Gallon, again, is was outstanding. And, yeah, as you said, if you don't have him and you need a front row forward, then you can't go past him, really. He's only going to get more expensive from here on out by the looks of things. Um, Mortgage look, uh, the farm. <laughs> yeah. Get him in there. <laughs> the, um, the downside for the Sharks would be um, guys like Fecky, um, only getting 18 and Michael Gordon 26. So those kind of things are a little bit of a worry, but you probably wouldn't have... You might have Fecky, but I doubt you'd have um, Michael Gordon. Um, being that the ball always seems to go Valentine Holmes' way. Yeah, and that's it. And that's what we want to see from Holmes. You know, still got that inconsistency because we just... He can't seem to get his hands on the ball enough, but when he does, he's simply breathtaking. I mean, that chip and chase... It, yeah, we're just waiting to see that on a more regular basis. I don't know if it will happen under their coach, to be honest. He's quite a conservative type of coach, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Cowboys and the Raiders. North Queensland looked gone early. Look, let's face it, uh, I, I, you know, I tipped the Raiders. I thought that they were right for an upset North Queensland, but they look so good this year. Even when they don't play well or don't play well for the full 80, they can still get away with, a, in the end, a comfortable win. And obviously it's on the back of Jonathan Thurston. 99 supercoach points. You could probably make him a captain every week at the moment and be okay with it. Um, you know, just the one try assist, two last passes. But, you know, he's kicking six goals, just missed one. His goal kicking is looking very good at the moment. A couple of line break assists. It just all adds up for him to have another big day. Um, outside backs, we've been talking about it all show. They're going to take advantage when the halves are this good. Um, Antonio Winnerstein, 65. There, good score for him. You know, Lynette didn't get in on the act as much as we hoped he might, just the 28. But uh, Michael Morgan there, 68. You know, he plays more like a fullback. Coote often comes in as a 5'8". They sort of switch around a bit, although Coote's always at the back in regards to defence. Um, the forwards leading the way, solid numbers. James Tamau, 56. Matthew Scott, 65. Uh, sorry, 55. Jason Tamalolo, 52. Ben Hannett, 54. And uh, Gavin Cooper, 61. And don't forget the hooker either, uh, Ryan. Jake Granville, 58. Uh, one of the best um, number nine scores this week. Yep. Look, he's, as far as I'm concerned, he's a guy that you probably definitely want mm-hmm. in your side. He's kind of like the Seguiaro of last year. Yeah. If he- um, if I can make that comparison, um, yeah. Look, it's a, it's a strange super coach scoreboard really for this game because you have Jonathan Thurston dominating on ninety nine, and the next best is Michael Morgan on sixty eight, and there's a whole bunch of uh, guys banded together around the forty and fifty mark. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that kind of clearly illustrates where um, 
where North Queensland's points are coming from. Yeah, if you pick up these guys, um, you know, like Ethan Lowe, Gavin Cooper, at least are playing the full Addy. But the props, who know they're going very well, and, and you know, Jason Tamalolo wearing 13, but essentially a third prop. They're just... The rotation is so demanding they're not getting enough minutes to really go larger on a consistent basis which is kind of holding you back Tamalolo might have been a big buy this week with a lot of upside you know for his cost but um, 52 is probably more closer to what you'll see week in week out rather than that big 100 he got last week let's look at the Raiders now Jared Croker we knew that he'd have a good day 61 um, Sean Fensom, he's just been strong as usual, 63. Josh Papali and Sia Soliola got both got 67. Um, so a good day for the for the second rowers there. But Soliola has got a cheek injury. Look, he saw out the match, but he may not uh, be available next week. That's one for our roundtable podcast. We'll discuss further. I think last week we suggested to sell him. If you didn't sell him this week, you're happy with the result, but you're probably looking at selling him still next week. Um, but we, like I said, we'll discuss on that show that you can find either on iTunes or on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Jack Whiten, what a day for him. I tell you what, some fullbacks had days out this uh, round, and he got 109, a try, two try assists, two line breaks, two line break assists. Great day for Jack Whiten. Uh, he certainly tried his best to get Canberra home. Uh, Shannon Boyd should get a mention for 50, as should Kurt Baptiste, 56 because Josh Hodgson went down injured um, and, look, it looked pretty serious. 46 points for Hodgson, too, and probably no coincidence that the tide really turned once Hodgson went off the field. Uh, and a couple of guys who could be out suspended, Ryan, is Edric Lee, who got the 40, and Blake Austin, and at his worst night of the year, worst game of the year, just the 11 points. Yeah, that's right. Did get 11, and um, he'll be looking at, you'd imagine he'll be looking at some time off yeah. uh, for the lifting tackle. Um, yeah, look, there were some good Raiders uh, scores there. Um, bit similar to the North Queensland um, a dominant player, and then um, yeah, it falls away dramatically to a, you know a bunch of players um, all around the same points. Um, and the game was a fairly even game, and so yeah, that that kind of marries up. And it's something that you'd mentioned sort of on the roundtable podcast with Raiders players, you know, like. It's good to get them in there, but the problem is predicting which ones are going to go large. We know some of them will. And we've got our, our predictor that's been very good to us all year um, with some great stats that it's outputting, but, but the Raiders are a bit of an ignorant in that regard. Um, this is the Supercoach Professionals Review Show. Look, we've got this one. We've got the Roundtable podcast. You can find them on iTunes. You can find them on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. It's not all you'll find, however... You'll also find those uh, Supercoach previews for the round, and they're the ones where we, we look at the predictors, look at the, the upsides, the downsides, basically with matchups, etc. It spits out with the formula and gives some pretty good, pretty useful information, and it's all there online for you. Um, we also do game rate recaps, and we've got upgrades, downgrades on there as well. And um, look, it's just just a great place to go there to get that information but not the only place that we uh, post of course because we've got the Twitter feed as well at Pros, and that's the one where you'll get all the final team lineup changes there we tweet out before each and every game that's at Pros. very important that you follow us there and you can ask us a question at any time um, we'll read them out on our roundtable podcast uh, and we'll answer from even if it's uh, last minute we can get it out for you, for you there that critical information that you might need for that last minute trade or captain choice that could help you get the W. Uh, 
Let's move on to the Seagulls-Broncos game, the last uh, one from this Super Saturday, and what a win for Manly. They really did announce themselves. It was Jamie Lyon leading the way uh, on the field and Supercoach-wise. 128 points. This is uh, outstanding for Lyon. We don't normally see him hit those sort of numbers, um, but it was quite an impressive game, and maybe now you circle him to say, could this happen again before the season's out? Try Two tries, this the last pass. And, of course, six goals as well in that big win. Uh, Justin Horro got to 60. Uh, Jake Chaborovic, 53. Um, you know, they were the sort of leading the way for the pack. Felidi Mateo, 78. He was very involved in lots of areas. But it was the, the backs, again, as we suspect from Manly or expect from Manly, um, they're going to do the business. Tom Chaborovic looks very good out on the wing. It's going to be hard to, to leave him out, I think from Coach Jeff Tuvey's perspective from here on in. Scored 65. George Tafua, 49. Look, could have even had a better day right at the death there. Made a huge break, but uh, uh, threw a forward pass. So he could have had a try assist on top of that. Uh, the forward pass was to Dally Cherry Evans. So he could have, he got the 67. He could have gone even higher there. Um, whereas Kieran Foran um, scored a couple of tries to get up to 78. They're both, you know, happy to take the line, happy to sort of take control and uh, playing very well. The only uh, downside, I guess, uh, is Brett Stewart, just the 13. Um, but looks at to this stage that the injury, he, he got 13 because he went off at half time with an injury, that it wasn't serious and he should be right for next week. But Ryan, all good news um, for Manly after that big win. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> Dominating um, Brisbane. And, yeah, and it shows in the points. Um, Lyon, Mateo, Foran. Um, Big, big scoring points there. And then Cherry Evans as well. So you have both your halves in there. Um, for Manly, um, racking up the big points, which means obviously they're going to get um, points on the field. Yeah, let's look at the Dragons and the Knights. When you're talking about big points, you can uh, add it to this game too, particularly St George. Josh Dugan, the main player that you need or want from St George at the moment, didn't let anyone down despite playing a little bit hurt. 86 points for him, a couple of tries. Also had... 14 hit-ups over 8 metres, 18 total. Um, Tyson Frizzell, 66. He had a good day, as did his second-row partner, Joel Thompson, 54. Um, Should also mention Jack DeBellin off the bench with 50. And Will Matthews, who started actually at prop, 52, scoring a try, but that really helped um, Matthews' numbers. But the halves, we've set it all year against Newcastle. Uh, Basically, if you're in the halves, you're going to do well. And Gareth Witt at 115. And Benji Marshall, 94, both coming out of slumps with huge days. And if you'd looked at that uh, preview and you'd looked at our tweet, you might have said, why not? I'll play with it. Um, and you'd be very, very happy, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Widdop was great. Um, Benji was dipping into his bag of tricks um, in, the, in the second half, and that's where he got most of his points there. Um, you mentioned um, Debella and Mitch Rain. And Mike Cooper, um, they picked up um, 47 and 44 points, yeah. respectively. Um, but that is also quite a um, quite a decent score for those two. Reigns' uh, points were buffed up a bit by the try he scored. Yeah, Craig Gar- Garvey took some time off Rain, um, in for Heath Lestrange off the bench and got to 31. Certainly... Um, bit more involved than Lestrange has been. should also mention uh, Jason Nightingale went off with an injury late, just got to 17 points. He was hampered by it. Um, not a good day for him. Lisa Naumau, 54, good game, but he had quite a nasty high shot 
on Cade Snowden, who we're about to talk about uh, when we get to the Knights. And so we could see a suspension there, Lisa Namo. And speaking of the Knights, and Cade Snowden, he went off early, just got the 13 points. Uh, amazing that he even got to that, because he went off very early and he even had a, had a mistake at the beginning of the game. So that just shows uh, what a high output he has when he plays. But unfortunately, even though it was a good matchup um, for you, Snowden uh, missing out there with the injury, and we're going to have to monitor it from now on in with the head knock, of course, going through those concussion protocols. Look, Jake Mamo, one to watch for next year. Uh, unfortunately, if you want to get him cheap for next year, you might not because he's putting up good numbers at the moment. 63 points today. Looks like a real player of the future. Um, Tyler Randall, we've been waiting for this sort of performance for him all year. Great try. He managed to speed away and brush off Josh Dugan when he got in the clear and, and, and made a bit of a fool of him, actually, get, getting that try. Got the 54 points. Um, the old stages, Kirk Gidley, 51. Jeremy Smith, 62. They played well. And, um, you know, Adam Clydesdale, probably his best score of the year, 72, got a try. Um, he stayed out there. Danny Badiris decided that Clydesdale would play extra minutes. Um, when Randall came on, he was playing sort of like a lock, an old-school lock, rather than replacing Clydesdale initially at least and that sort of added to Clydesdale's opportunity and therefore his supercoach numbers um, but you're still sort of looking more at next year when you're talking Newcastle particularly now Snowden uh, going down earlier on yeah 100% um, Snowden was your guy if you were if you were um, had a Newcastle player um, yeah and so you're just going to have to watch this space basically um, to see if he makes it for next week or not um, yeah, look, we had a few guys around the 40s, um, uh, Gagai, um, Houston, um, and Sims all scored in the 40s, and that's decent enough, but it's not it's not yeah. um, really worthy of uh, picking guy, uh, Gagai's um, outputs are probably a little bit lower, I would have thought. Yeah, Gagai, disappointing, just a 43. I mean, Dragons, look, they've been tough to score most of the year. Obviously, they had that bunch of injuries there a little while back that might have skewed the numbers to say that some of the matchups against them now aren't as tough as really they are. They are a tough defensive team once they're back to full strength and, and back playing at that level. So they weren't quite today. But Gagai, um, it's going to be very hard to pick him from now, even though when he gets the ball, he looks dangerous. He's just not able to get it that much. And now, no, Jared Mullen, again, we talk about halves helping. You know, he's not playing for the rest of the year and it's going to affect Gagai's numbers. Let's go to the final game of, of what we're going to talk about, because Monday night game is tomorrow when we, after we do this recording, but the Rabbitohs and the Panthers. Look, Penrith played it tough and like a lot of the games this uh, round, you know, for a while you thought maybe there'd be an upset. But like a few of the games, you know, the, the, the favourite getting over the top in the end. Um, South Sydney, some quieter days. Guys like, you know, uh, Greg Inglis was the big one, just 43. We expected a lot more out of him. Adam Reynolds got the 54. I guess you'll take it. Glenn Stewart got man of the match, played well, but just 47 super coach points, so it's tough to sort of watch that. And Alex Johnston got the try you want from him and still only got to 33. So tough one there. Aaron Gray, if you held him through the injury, you're disappointed with his return there, just the 14. Uh, there were some good, some better performers. Um, Bryson Goodwin, 58. Isaac Luke, 63. Um, George Burgess, 71. You know, you're very happy with that. Dylan Walker, 56. Yeah, it's not the worst. And John Sutton definitely leading the way with 85. And a two-position player... Um, Maybe you thought about him, you know, when Sean Johnson went down, uh, if you needed a bit of cash. And, you know, you wouldn't be disappointed if, if you'd picked him up, Ryan. No, 100%, especially with the um, 
double position option that it gives you. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, for a, a close-ish game, um, there was, yeah, a few low scores for the um, Rabbits. Um, would have thought they would have done a little bit better against a team that had seven regular um, first graders out. Mm. So, yeah, that's a little bit of a concern, I guess, if you've if you've got a relatively south-heavy team. Um, but, yeah, by the looks of things, you just don't know week to week how they're going to go. They can come out and blitz teams a la last week against Newcastle or, um, yeah, nearly get put to the sword by the Panthers this week. It's becoming a bit of an outlier, and, look, we'll know more when Parramatta played the Gold Coast, but if the Eagles put up a number on Gold Coast, we'll basically say, well, if you're anyone that's playing Newcastle or Gold Coast, you can say, you know, that any anything that happens, you've got to put a line through it for the following week. And we've seen players like Inglis, Johnston, going ridiculously large last week and sort of start thinking, OK, Souths are back, defending Premiers, here we go, get them all in. But it just it's false pretenses, you know, playing against a team like Newcastle, as we've seen the Dragons do this week. You know, we're not going to rush to do that. Um, they got a tough run in the Souths. This, this was an important win, and, you know, Michael Maguire should be happy enough getting the two points. But from a super coach perspective, um, it's going to be hard to sort of recommend anyone from that South Sydney lineup, with the possible exception of John Sutton. The Panthers, well, there's two players and two players only you need to know about, and that's Bryce Cartwright, 104. What a great day for him. Um, certainly back to what we expect from him after those couple of down weeks that no doubt was hampered by injury. And James Seguiaro, 67, scoring a try, 39 tackles. He did miss seven, but look, as long as Coruscant isn't on the bench, you're pretty safe with Seguiaro. The other guys to do well, you know, um, you're probably not looking at them as regulars, but Will Smith, 57, good to see him finally have another good day um, after starting with the big 80 earlier in the year. Jamie Soward, 51. Um, Sam McKendry, 53. Elijah Taylor, 42. Reagan Campbell-Gillard, 47, and Lewis Brown, 49. So probably not you know, enough to sort of really consider in your lineup, But, um, yeah, some half-decent scores. On the flip side, Jeremy Lattimore was below his usual output, just 33. And Josh Mansour coming back from injury, you might have hoped for a bigger score, just 42, Ryan. Yeah, look, that's just the way the Panthers have gone this year. Um, Unlucky in some circumstance, in some circumstances, and just um, some weird plays in others. Um, look, Bryce Cartwright, fantastic, and you mentioned Sergio Yaro as well. Um, and as you said, that's basically the story for the um, for the Panthers. Um, guys like Elijah Taylor, forty-two today, and Tyrone Peachy, forty-two, both probably a little bit low of what you want if you had them in your side. In your side, yeah, that cost per point is not horrible, but at this stage of the year, that you can't really be looking at those guys. And if you picked up Robert Jennings as a cheaper, well, he's probably out for the year. Um, an injury there, just the one super coach point. So sort of not even been able to get a bit of luck with, with a cheapie there out of Penrith at the moment. And like them, they aren't having any luck at all. Uh, that is it for this review show. And in fact, this will be our last review show for the year. We're going to incorporate them into the Roundtable podcast heading into Supercoach Finals. So obviously this um, Roundtable podcast heading up, we'll still be talking a lot of trades and, and that because you probably have a couple left at least, but definitely heading into the Supercoach Finals. More talk about what we've seen the week before on our Roundtable show. Therefore, not really any requirement for this uh, review show, but uh, obviously we'll still be doing the tweets. We'll still be doing everything off the website and, of course, Roundtable Podcast. Thanks, Ryan, for all your help every Sunday night. It's not always the easiest to, to get a show underway on a Sunday. I really appreciate it. 
No worries. And, uh, we'll talk to you, of course, Thursday for Roundtable Podcast as things really heat up for the Supercoach Finals now, just over a week away. Yeah, <laughs> be pretty. It's getting pretty exciting if you're if you're in that position or fighting it, fighting it out to try and get in that position. That's um, right. There's a few big weeks coming up. Yeah, and every trade, every move now is is hypercritical. So it's important you listen to us there, and it's important that you go on our website www.supercoachpros.com and follow us on Twitter if you don't already at SupercoachPros. We'll talk to you Thursday, and uh, good luck if if your game's on the line for tomorrow night. Maybe you're a Red Raja owner, or maybe your opponent owns Red Raja. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye now.